praise the name of the Lord. This is D.K. Groom, this Rock Solid Truth, and I'm so glad that each and every one of you have joined with us tonight for the Rock Solid Truth broadcast. It is such a pleasure to have you with us today, and I pray that you are walking abundantly in the power of this might, and you are going forth as victors, amen, not as victims, for you are more than a conqueror, praise the Lamb of God. This is the day that the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice in it. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans chapter 15, verse 13, if you have your Bibles. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let us pray. Father, I want to thank you and praise you today that the mighty name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted. And thank you, Lord, for your mercy mm-hmm. and your grace. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the midst of your people, and thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the midst of those that have eyes to hear and ears, eyes and ears to hear. We'll give you all the praise in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and all of God's people said, Amen. For the past number of weeks, I have been trying to get something very important across to you. And what I have been trying to relate to you is that it is not the actions of our sins that is the problem. I want to say that again. It is not the actions of sin that is the problem. It's not the actions of sin that's the problem in your life. The problem is the heart problem. That's the real issue. Because unbelief causes every action that's associated with sin. What is the heart problem? Not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the heart problem. When the Holy Spirit comes and reproves the world of sin, as stated in John 16, when he comes and reproves the world of sin, when he comes and convicts the child of God, he does not reprove or convict us of individual sin. Every sin that has ever been committed in the world has been forgiven. Jesus, when he came, Jesus Christ took care of the sin problem. So when the Holy Ghost reproves us of sin, he reproves us and convicts us of the one sin, and that one sin is not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. There's only going to be one sin in hell. There's only going to be one sin on the earth that you're going to have to, that you're going to be accountable for. And that sin is not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, not trusting in Jesus, not in the kind of relationship with Christ that you should be in. Look at John chapter 16, verse 8. John chapter 16, verse 8. And when he has come, talking about the Holy Spirit now, When he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now look at verse 9. Of sin, please note, I've said this over and over and over for 16 weeks. This is not plural. It is singular. It is not sins. It is sin. Of one sin because they believe not on me. You see, the Holy Ghost does not convict us of our actions. 
Uh, in fact, you know, let me deal with something this morning because I overheard some things that were being said about the Holy Ghost. Well, and relating to him as the Holy Spirit. Let me deal with this because they're one and the same. Romans chapter 15, verse 13, calls the Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost. It is not unscriptural to call him the Holy Ghost. In fact, it is the Word of God calls him the Holy Ghost. So we need to be very careful of what we're saying simply because it's very powerful. It's the Word of God through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what the Word of God is saying. The Holy Ghost does not convict us of our actions or sins in the plural. He convicts us of our relationship. I want to say that again. He convicts us of our relationship. And the conviction is always positive. It is never about negative. It's always positive, and it's always about how much God loves you. It's not about what a loser you are. It's not about what a sinner you are. It's not about what a failure you are. And it's not about how worthless you are. It's always about the Holy Ghost always convicts you about how much God loves you and how much he desires to walk with you in communion with him. You see, religion has brought us to the place that religion calls the comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, an accuser. And he is the one who convicts us of our sins. He's the one who drives us to the altar. He's the one who makes us wail and travail. He's the one who drives us to repent. You know, I don't know if you've ever witnessed this at the altar of any church, but every time that you see people at the altar, they're all crying, they're all, they're all wailing, they're all travailing, they're all doing all of these things, and all you have to do is to look, and they're in misery. They're hurting. They're sorrowful. The fact of the matter is, is that the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is just like Jesus. He is another Comforter. He's just like Jesus. And he wants to comfort you, hold you close, draw you to him, and it's found in the relationship that you have with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost has not been sent to condemn you. He's been sent to establish and maintain relationship with you so that you can walk in the completeness of the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's what I want to do. You see, on the inside of every one of us, there's a vacuum. There's a hole that needs to be filled. And it does not matter where you go. It does not matter what you do. Every person in the entire world, in every nation, has that void that needs to be filled. And the reason that it needs to be filled is because God created us in his image and in his likeness. We were created to have God to be the center of our lives. That's how he created us. We were created to walk in fellowship with God 
And then when man rebelled and went his own way, it left a void on the inside of man. And that void needs to be filled. That void needs to be brought to the very place for God to walk in the very essence of man. God has created you and I to walk in the completeness and the satisfaction of the Lord Jesus Christ, of God. And so man is in his ignorance, because he rebelled at the garden, because of his ignorance, he tries to fill that void with everything but God. Fills it with religion, careers, booze, drugs, relationships, titles and achievements, sports, recreation, money, and none of it fulfills. None of it. None of it brings satisfaction. Only God can fill that void, and only God can bring satisfaction. Only God can bring the contentment that supplies peace and joy to fill that void. Look at Psalm chapter 16, verse 11. Psalm chapter 16, verse 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. That's speaking to you and me, child of God. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. This is telling you that you were created to walk in the presence of fullness of joy in his presence. In his presence there is fullness of joy. At his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. Get that, please. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. It's only in the presence of the Lord where you're going to walk in fullness of joy in fullness of contentment and fulfillment. Everything boils down to this one tremendous truth. Every person who has ever lived, who has ever breathed on this earth, was created for for relationship with God. We were created for his pleasure. He wasn't created for our pleasure. We were created for his pleasure. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive all honor and glory and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. You see, if you're out of relationship with God, if you're out of communion with God, nothing is going to satisfy you. You can numb yourself with booze, drugs, work, sex. All of these things wear off. And you're going to be in worse shape than when you started. You'll have health issues, emotional issues, relationship issues. They're not going to go away until you come to the realization that the void inside of you needs to be filled with the revelation of him. And every single one of you that are on this call tonight has that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
You are born again. That void has been filled. So all of the things that I spoke about just a few moments ago does not relate to you. But the devil is going to do everything in his power to bring you to that place where you begin to doubt who you are, what he has done in you. He's going to do everything in his power to get you to to doubt that. You were created to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. God loves you so much. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Every single person on this call tonight is that temple. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? You are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. Now, hear me. The reason that we act the way that we act is because we are not walking in that intimate relationship that I spoke about this morning with the Holy Ghost. I need to say that again. The reason that we act the way that we act, the reason that we think the way that we think, is because we are not walking in that intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost. Intimate. Remember when I spoke to you this morning about a man and a wife and a child and about Jesus Christ and the Word? And, and the words that I speak, they are like Everything comes back to relationship with God. Everything. It's not your hormones that's the problem. It's not your genes that's the problem. The problem is your relationship. And many of you will say that I'm not qualified to make such a statement because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, or a psychologist. But I will tell you that I have studied the Word of God, and Jesus is the answer to your problem. If you're bipolar, Jesus is your answer. If you had a breakdown... Jesus is your answer. If you've got a mental aptitude, Jesus is your answer. If your marriage is on the rocks, Jesus is your answer. If you're depressed, Jesus is your answer. If there's oppression and fears in your life, Jesus is your answer. Because faith works because of love. Faith works because of love. Look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Galatians 5, verse 6. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Oh, I want you to get this, church. Your faith works because of love. Love is involved in your relationship. It all goes back to relationship. It all goes back to the love of God. The love of God that God has for you and your love for Him. If you feel that you have a faith deficient, then it's because your love is deficient. 
This is the place that the Holy Spirit wants to bring you to, in total relationship with Christ and God the Father, a place that is positive, intimate in your relationship. What a powerful word. What a powerful, powerful, powerful word. This is E.K. Groves with Rock Solid Truth, and I'm glad each and every one of you joined with us. Praise the Lamb of God. Amen. Uh, abound in the power of the Holy Ghost. Abound in the power of the love of Christ. This is D.K. Grooms. Go with God, and he will surely go with you.